You're listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. Welcome to this episode of the IPHC Leadership Cast. Today we're here with Pastor Craig Walker, the founding pastor of Upward Church and an IPHC minister in the Redemptions Ministries Conference. Welcome, Craig. It's good to be here with you, Janice. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm glad that you made it to Oklahoma City and we got this opportunity just to sit down and hear what God's doing in your life and through your ministry. Um, So could you begin just a little bit by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm the lead pastor of Upward Church, and we're a church with four campuses. Our largest campus is our online campus. Mm -hmm. We have campuses in Norfolk, Virginia, Williamsburg, Virginia, and Pensacola, Florida. So we're spread out quite a bit. Wow, you are. Yeah. So, And then you said that you um, began with the Norfolk campus? Yes, we began with the Norfolk campus. Norfolk, Virginia has the largest Navy base in the world. So over the last 11 years, they've sent people all over the world for us. All right. And so that gave us an incredible large network for the online church around the world. Okay. My husband and I lived in Norfolk for a couple of years okay. when he was attending Regent <laughs> University. So we're very familiar with that campus. It was prior to it becoming an upward campus, but very familiar with that church in that area. And um, I do remember all of the military that would come through there and the, um, like you said, especially the Navy. Um, right. So you're, you've seen that then as an opportunity to help take the gospel around the world as these military personnel are traveling around the world. So how is that working? Well, it's worked wonderful. You know, you can do two things. You can pine away and regret all these people are leaving you, or you can see it as an opportunity mm-hmm. to spread the gospel to the entire world. And that's the option we chose to take. And because of that, we, uh, we ended up with a campus in Pensacola, Florida. It has the Naval Aviation Center down there. Okay. And so we um, actually have people that get transferred back and forth between Pensacola and Norfolk, but they don't have to leave their church. Mm-hmm. Everything else is turned upside down when you move but you can stay in your church. And we had to get very good at doing video conferencing calls because, as you can imagine, it's a 15-hour drive between our campuses. Right. So we had to leverage technology to be able to do what we do. Okay. So it was actually a military connection then that that helped you to start your campus there in Pensacola. It was. And, you know, we didn't even see that. We didn't even, you know, we didn't know what we were getting into, but it was definitely a God thing. And we, um, I live stream from wherever I'm preaching from every Sunday. So I rotate between the campuses and um, that video technology that's now available to all of us just open doors for us around the world that we have walked through in the last year. Okay. Now, you were telling me that you and your wife um, have served as missionaries in China and Czechoslovakia. That's true. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, we were in uh, China right after the Tiananmen Square Massacre. It was a wonderful time of reaching people for, for Jesus, time of revolution, And then we went to Czechoslovakia when the Iron Curtain fell, another revolution, which always gives us a tremendous opportunity for the gospel, every revolution. And currently we're in another revolution. We're in a revolution of technology. Mm -hmm. 
And there's an opportunity right now for us to leverage technology to really reach the world and to shatter the 1040 window. And we can get the job done now. No other generation has had the tools that we have right now to get this done for Jesus. Um, One week, I preached to three continents, six nations, and saw over 100,000 people come to the Lord and went to my favorite coffee shop for coffee in the afternoon. Wow. Didn't need a passport, didn't need to take 10 or 12 days out of my schedule to do it. I just used common technology to do video crusades in these 1040 window nations, partnering with the local church there. And it's been phenomenal. Janice, we have seen over 526,000 people come to Christ in the last 11 months, planted 7,000 house churches, 21,500 cell groups. And I knew what the question would be is, is this really real? Mm -hmm. So in May of this year, I went to Pakistan during Ramadan Mm -hmm. into a Muslim city. Uh, Three times they tried to stop us. I had about 30 armed guards with Mm AK-47s, and we just kept moving forward, and I was able to preach to 200,000 Muslims Mm -hmm. during Ramadan, and over 153,000 gave their lives to Jesus Christ, heard the gospel for the very first time in a Muslim Mm -hmm. city, and so I can, I did it so I could come back and say, look, I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. It's real. And if we leverage technology right now, we can get this job done for Jesus. That's incredible. So you, in, in Pakistan, in a Muslim nation, during Ramadan, you were able to hold a meeting with your saying, now, was it physical people that were there or was it meetings from different locations that were video no, meetings? No, 200,000 people in one location and um, miracles, unbelievable miracles took place. Wow. I mean, paralyzed people walking, uh, carrying their wheelchairs back home, getting up off of mats. Peter said on the day of Pentecost in his message in Acts 2, He said, this, Jesus, you well know that the Father publicly endorsed him with signs, wonders, and miracles, as you men of Israel well know. Well, I think the Muslim world needs God to publicly endorse his son in our day, that this is the real son of God. This is the true son of God. Jesus, and he's doing it with signs and wonders and miracles. And that's the living Jesus that we preach. And it's phenomenal to see what God's doing in Pakistan, and we're also working in Uganda and East Africa. Now, on that occasion, you were able to physically go to Pakistan, but you were telling me that you were using video on a regular basis to help continue to connect with these groups and to continue to get the gospel out. Most of the people we've won to the Lord of those 400, 500 rather, and 26,000 people, 153,000 came when I was physically there. But the rest have come through video crusades Mm -hmm. where I was in America with a local pastor on stage there 
interpreting the message okay. and praying for the people there. I would pray over the screen, and then they would come and, and they give their miracles. On one occasion in Uganda, they were coming up to share their miracles, and I'm watching the video screen. I've only got about 10 intercessors in the room with me, mm-hmm. but I'm preaching to hundreds of thousands wow. of people. It's crazy. And um, on one occasion, there was a blind lady in the front row just standing there as people came forward to share their miracles. Suddenly, she begins to jump up and down. I can see, I can see, I can see. Praise the Lord. The word of the Lord will not return void. doesn't matter if it goes up to a satellite and then back down. God's word will not return void. And God is doing a phenomenal thing in the earth right now. This is the end time harvest. Mm -hmm. And I say to people, you know, I think Paul's in heaven going, it's not fair. You know, I was shipwrecked. I was snake bitten, (laughs) beaten with rods. And this guy's doing it from his hometown and drinking his favorite coffee in the afternoon. But the flip side of that is if we don't do something with this technology, Mm -hmm. I believe we're going to answer to God because he's going to say, you're the first generation that had these tools. Why didn't you use them for the kingdom? So I would like to encourage every pastor, every ministry leader listening to this podcast to consider bringing someone overseas into your conversations, into your staff meetings through a video call and working together with them to leverage technology and come alongside of them to reach these nations for mm-hmm. God because that's really the key to this whole thing. It's the, the boots on the ground over there that are risking their lives mm-hmm. for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the key things as you were telling me that you network with local pastors there. So it's not like you're just sending a video out and for somebody to watch, but then there's not a connection. You, you, through these local pastors, you are providing a connection for the people. Yeah, I'm on the phone. I'm on a video call with these pastors I work with four or five times a week. Okay. We're doing life together. Mm-hmm. They're just as much, just as much a part of Upward as my campus pastors. We consider an extension of us. Mm-hmm. So we're working in places where the gospel's not been preached. We have seen witch doctors come to the Lord. Wow. Uh, we had one witch doctor who took place, took part in sacrifices the night before to keep us out of the village. Mm-hmm. The first night of the crusade, she was in her hut across town. And her testimony is that Jesus walked into her hut mm-hmm. and pointed at her and said, if you don't repent of your sins tonight, you're going to die in your sins. Mm-hmm. She was there alone. She, When her family came home, and they found her on the floor shaking. And they wanted to take her to the hospital. She said, don't take me to the hospital. Take me to that Jesus campaign. She came to the campaign, got delivered from demonic uh, possession, got gloriously saved and says to the local pastor we were working with, you need to come to my house. Mm -hmm. Takes him to her house where there are 32 kids hoarded up Mm -hmm. to be ready to be human sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And she delivers them to the pastor and... 
we have now rescued 72 kids that were going to be human sacrifices wow. because these witch doctors are finding a power greater. Mm-hmm. The greater one lives inside of us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So well, that's just incredible. I mean, just to you know, hear these witch doctors coming to the Lord, but then also these children being saved and, and rescued from what would be their untimely death. Um, we just give thanks to the Lord for the great things that he's doing. Yeah, there's a great story. There was one uh, mother that gave up one of her children, and most of the time they don't want to give up their children. They're just under such fear. Uh, and they're told, you know, if you don't give up one of your ch- children, your family's under a curse, the crops won't grow, all different kinds of lies. This mother gave one of her children up, and she was under such condemnation that she just couldn't live in the village anymore. She left the village. She was gone two months, and but she couldn't make her way because she was away from home, and so she had to come back to her village. Well, in the meantime, we had done a video crusade there, and we had established a church. So she came back two months later with this guilt of giving up her son for a human sacrifice. And she said, you know, I'm going to go to church. Maybe Jesus can help me. She goes to church. She not only finds Jesus, but her son was one of the children we rescued. Wow. In front of the whole church, she found Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she was reunited with a son she thought was dead. We can do this if we would just lift up our eyes mm-hmm. from what's just in front of us all the time and take the time to get a local pastor, a local missionary on a video call and bring them into our conversations, into our staff meetings and, and begin to partner with them. And for them, you would think you gave them the shirt off your back Mm -hmm. just for us to show them that kind of uh, attention and love and a willingness to partner with them. So, you know, when we're in Pakistan or we're in Africa, it's a big deal that there's a, a white man on a LED screen in the middle of Africa. Mm-hmm. That draws a crowd. Mm-hmm. That helps the local church because they need to draw a crowd to hear the gospel, let the gospel do its work, and then they follow up with them. So we're not making just converts. We're making disciples. Wow. And that's incredible. I, yeah. mean, I, I just love the whole picture here of, you know, a pastor here in America has connected them with pastors that are in other parts of the world. And like you said, you're bringing them in for staff conversations. You're bringing them in for conference calls, et cetera. So you're pouring into their lives as leaders, but then also connecting with them so that you can connect with the people in their countries. You so. know, you it's just like when you go on a mission field, you think you're going to be a blessing, but you end up being the one blessed. Mm-hmm. And the pastors we work with would probably say, oh, Pastor Craig is such a blessing to us. But in reality, I'm the one blessed. I'm challenged by their love for Jesus, their love for the people, their willingness to lay down their lives every day, to knock on doors in a Muslim country, and and with these witch doctors and all the crazy stuff going on. And we, by by the way, we've lost one pastor already. Um, 
but they just keep going. And uh, we here in America have a great privilege now with technology that we could come alongside of them and get our intercessors praying for them. And so I want to encourage a pastor, look for that person that you know, your contact overseas that you would say, if there's one guy I know is the real deal, this is the guy. That's the guy you want to work with. And if you will come alongside of him, his vision will become your vision and your vision will become his and you can do so much more. It makes our local churches alive now with this vision to reaching the world for Jesus. A church of about 1,500 people, together we have reached over half a million people in the last year. Now that will really get a church buzzed. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. just no losing in this. That win, win, win. Everywhere you look at it, it's a win. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're going to end up reaching the world is through creative and innovative ideas. That's right. You know, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. But with creative and innovative ideas, we can um, see God do new and incredible things. Now, you have a book coming out that kind of tells us a little bit about this passion that you have for taking technology and using technology to reach the world. Called, And the book is called Wi-Fi Jesus? That is correct. It's called Wi-Fi Jesus, Completing the End Time Task with Modern Technology. And we also have a website. It's wifijesus.org. Okay. And if folks want to know more about what we're doing, maybe they'd like to see a video of what we're doing. You can see videos of a one-minute video when I was actually there, okay. and then a one-minute video of when it was a video crusade. Okay. And I would challenge people to watch both of them mm -hmm. because you can't see any difference in the results. I mean, the same miracles, the same salvations happen. And uh, if they go to wifijesus.org, they can also sign up for a notification when the book comes out that's with the publishers now. Okay. Do you so, have any idea when it will be coming out? Uh, I, we're hoping within the next three months the book will be out. Okay. And so we're collecting endorsements now. But I'm really excited about this book because I felt like the Lord gave us a hundred million soul mandate. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, I had an incredible vision in July of last year. And uh, since that time, I began to see this end time harvest coming in. And uh, so I'd encourage everybody to sign up to get a notification and, uh, and read the stories, read yeah. the miracles, read about the witch doctors. Uh, it will build your faith to hear these stories. Well, I look forward to getting a copy myself and reading it. <laughs> All so, right. Yeah. I promise you one. <laughs> yeah. And if people want to find out more information about what you're doing and how they could possibly get involved in using technology to, to reach the world, um, is the information there on the Wi-Fi Jesus website? That's right. They can okay. go to wifijesus.org. Our church is upwardchurch.org. Many ways to reach us, and we would do everything we can to help them to get started in, in reaching people. I started with just a small crowd of mm -hmm. a video crusade. And I didn't start with 100,000 people. Right. I started small. And as we kept going forward, God kept blessing it, and it grew, and it grew, and it grew. I'm, there are pastors out there right now, like I was, desperate mm -hmm. to reach a lot of people for Jesus. And in my desperation, I started doing long fasts. I was just desperate. Mm -hmm. I was saying, Lord, I'm getting older. I want to see this happen. 
And the Lord revealed this strategy to us. I believe he prepared us because we were doing, we had to do, get well at video because our campuses were so spread apart. Right. So all of it was in God's timing. But now we, we've paved the way, I believe, for others to follow. Mm-hmm. And we would love to help them any way we can. Well, Pastor Craig, it's been wonderful to talk to you today. Thank you for taking the time to visit with us. And I'm so appreciative of your passion to use technology to help reach the world for Jesus Christ. And that's, uh, you know, we've got, like you said, we've got to use the tools that are in our hands. And this generation does have a set of tools that no other generation has ever had before. So thank you for giving us an idea and a model of how we can use that. Well, you're very welcome. This is the most exciting generation. I really mean that. The most exciting generation to be alive. And it's my privilege to be here today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. If you enjoyed this podcast today, please take the time to leave us a review and share with your friends. Thanks again for joining us.